and gentlemen, you're in for a treat because you're listening to the Dubland Podcast with Suzanne and PJ. Dove your Dubland Podcast. Dub your ear holes. How are you? Uh, good, good, yeah. 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 How has your week been? Um, how has my week been? Uh, Grant, I'm f- you know, I'm, I'm into the, you know, <laughs> it's great. You know, I haven't seen anyone. I'm not talking to anyone. <laughs> Uh, I'm getting through the time and uh, cooking all my food and saving money. Uh, it's fucking great. I'm, I'm like Scrooge McDuck. I'm dying McDuck. to know about the food. Huh? I'm dying to know about the food. Oh, yeah. I, I'm cooking like a maniac. I'm fucking loving it. Jesus Christ. I never thought I was going to be, uh, you know, into that. I, I never understood cooking. I've always been like taught, seeing cooking as this weird thing that people do. Where you spend an hour preparing something that you get you devour. In, in two minutes, I was like, what a pointless fucking exercise that is when you can walk down the road and buy a chicken sandwich off some maniac, you know? Uh, so, but now, oh my God. Oh, my, like I'm eating crates. So what's your speciality? Oh, there's no speciality. Like, there's no, like I'm, I'm talking here like I'm, like I'm fucking Derry Clark, like building a five Michelin star restaurant. Most people look at me food and wonder what the dog, why the dog was eating it. Uh, like, but I, I love it. <laughs> I love it. You know what I mean? Like, Are you only cooking veg? Well, no, I'm like, it's, I don't know, I'm doing loads of store fries and all that sort of shit. And then I uh, did, did uh, fried a load of fish yesterday. That was savage. Oh, oh Jesus. Kind of salmon. Just, I, I got salmon yesterday. Now I got, I, I, unfortunately, I have an abundance of chicken fillets. So it's going to be a very chickeny week. Um, and I'll have, have to get through all of them. <laughs> Did someone send you chicken fillets? Wouldn't you? You're a great man for getting like a job lot of fifty. Uh, what's that mean? Uh, yeah, I am. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, no, I have an abundance of them. I overbought them by accident, and now I've got, I've got three chicken fillets, and like they, they're going to go off out of day. I don't mind that. I'll take my chances on the day out of day. Well, don't do that with chicken. Oh, I've done it. With, I've done it with chicken and fish and everything. I might oh, uh, belly yeah. rumble here and there. It's grand. I, all this fucking dates on food, man. People who tell that dates on food, ignore all that. That's don't. mental. Don't do that. It's not mental it's salmonella. It it's not. It it's a load of bollocks. Sniff it and and touch it. And if it sniffs and touches, Grant, not a bother on it. Not a bother. That's on not. It. There's there's no science in that. That's like people saying to drink domestos. Don't don't do that. <laughs> I don't think it is. I don't think it is. I, honestly, I think you know what it's best before they Grant. No, sorry, when you say when you say touch after. it, what exactly are you? Like, what are you looking for in the touch? Like test? Have a fiddle on it. You know, consistency. Fiddle with your chicken. <laughs> Fiddle with your chicken. Fiddle with your fish. Interfere with it. Interfere with your chicken and fish. You know, have a good nose around, have a good sniff. Basically like a pervert with a set of knickers. That's what you want to be when you're when you're testing your food. You want to be like a pervert with a set of knickers. You want to have a good old sniff. You don't want to be seen doing it. You want to have a little feel around. You know what I mean? And then you want to, uh, and then when, if everything's good, everything's good. Your instincts are there to tell you. Your instincts um, are much what's better. What's the consistency you're looking for there, chef? I don't know. Like a chickeny consistency. <laughs> you know, like a fucking, like obviously with chicken, you want chickeny consistency. With fish, you want fishy consistency. You know. And, I'm and, so excited for you to do MasterChef next year. Yeah. Can you fucking, can you even imagine? <laughs> <laughs> Can you even imagine <laughs> me doing my uh, like what, what I, I had what was I had something that was way out of date there the other day. I have to say, oh, oh that's Jesus what it was. Christ. I went into the you know because some of the shops were closed down and they're only after opening their doors this week, you know. Uh, and the right. local veggie shop, I went in. I wanted to get this, you know, gnocchi, gnocchi. I don't know how you say it. Fucking oh, gnocchi. I never know. I never know what to do with gnocchi. Oh, you boil it for a few minutes. Is all you do. Um, uh, it's it's, re- it's a pasta, right? Pasta, yeah, pa- potato filled pasta, but this particular one had pumpkin in it. Oh, there's potato. Oh, that sounds nice. Yeah, so I was there. I give us. A, I, I was wanted a couple of them. And he goes, look, I don't have any of them left. He goes, I do have spinach ones, but they're out of date by over a week now. And I went, does that mean they're free? And he said, yeah. So I went, well, give me the fuck. I'll give. T- I'll take as many as you have. So I. Uh, oh my god. They were lovely. Absolutely lovely. Best before. Well, if they were just a little bit worse when I got them, they must have been fucking incredible when they were best before because they were absolutely gorgeous. Not even a belly rumble off them. Telling you. Best before dates just means slightly better. Slightly worse the day after. A news by dates. That, no, but was that wasn't the day off. It was a week. I know, and it was grand. It was fucking grand. I've eaten popcorn that I found out was two years over out of date once. I wondered why it was a bit soft, but it was fine. It didn't do anything to me. You know what I mean? I'm still here. I was. I enjoyed it. 
had to wash it down. Go a bit chewy, got stuck in my teeth a little bit, but it was fine. You know, it didn't make me sick or anything. I did eat a bad I piece of fish once. But yeah, it, and it was great. Okay, I got a, a minor dose of the trots. It was it. Will I do it again? Oh, yeah, like, we'll do it must, again. You honestly must have a stomach of iron. Like literally about 11 years ago, maybe more, I had prawns on holidays. Oh. And I love prawns. I love prawns. I love lobster. I love crab. I love all those. I but like they're the really shellfish, only fish yeah. I like. Yeah, I love shellfish, right? So, and, and I still remember how incredible they tasted. Like they, you know. Yeah. I honestly thought that I would have to be hospitalized. I I have never experienced food poisoning like it. It like it like and still where, now I still look at prawns. They still look happen? gorgeous. In Spain, in years Spain. and years and years ago. Because I, I now Fort Ventura. Because you know the way I like to say make a fact and that's the end of it and that's you know like I signed it. Now I want to like take it all back. Obviously, yeah. Gospel. Now, now I want to take it all back and tell you about when I ate prawns that were in Morocco and I fucking had the most horrendous. See? Oh my god! And they, and like you, um, Suzanne, like you, when I ate them, delicious. I mean, uh, unbelievably delicious. Oh yeah! I gobbled it up. Like you know when you get the, you know when you're in um, like Arab countries and they give you that bread. It's like the big circular bread and love the, it. Naan bread, you know, something like that. And like I'm wiping the plate. Like I gave him back the plate. The plate was as clean oh, when yeah. he got it back them because I was cleaning up and licking yeah. the shit off the plate. Like he must have thought I was a savage. He must have been there, like, look at this absolute Irish pig <laughs> licking the plate clean like an old dog. Uh, and then, you know, I was walking down the street afterwards. And you know the way you start thinking to yourself, okay, I need Quick. a poo. I need a poo. Grant, no problem. What I'll do is I'll save this poo. I'll do me a bit of sightseeing and then I'll save the poo. You know the way you'd be doing that? And you're like, and then when I... When I the, comfort, the comfort of my own apartment. Yeah, and I start thinking, fuck it. Yeah, I'll hold it, right? It's only a poo. I need a poo every day. Sometimes a couple of times a day. It's not a big deal. So I'll do the poo whenever it comes around to, to want to do the poo, right? And then I my mean, stomach went, right. and I thought, okay, I'll do the poo oh, now. Jesus Christ. Right, I'll do it now. I'm just going to do the poo and get it out. And then I'll carry on with my day and I'll, you know, get a smoothie and get some more food and whatever to get do the poo oh, now. God. And then, oh, and then my stomach went, and my arse got heavy, Su- Suzanne. It got heavy. It was like <laughs> a bag, a huge bag of change was trying to pull my bottom over. <laughs> Like it was like a bag of check, and you know, and I was there. I was with late at the time, you know. The way, and I'm going. I think I'm. I tell you, I think I'm going to shit myself. And you know the way they, your, you know, the way your friends look at you, they kind of just start laughing. They don't know what to do with the information. It's like don't, don't do that. Don't shit yourself, man. Don't shit yourself in the middle of a road. Nothing's like, worth that. And then I had to do that thing where I was running around looking for a toilet, like sprinting around looking for a toilet. And then it, it got to the point where I needed to go so bad. I had to slow down to be on like a snail's pace and just take one step, clench, one step, clench, oh, right? Oh, no. Yeah, and this is where I was, t- I ended up telling the story in my stand-up because I got into the toilet, right? I made it. I ma- and I, I sat down and for a second I thought nothing was going to happen. Like a second I thought nothing's going to happen. And then... You were okay. And then, oh my God. Like to this day, I'll never forget the sound that came out of my bottom. <laughs> I'll never forget it. I never. It was like a lion. It was like a lion was inside me, roaring, roaring, a horny, hungry lion, was roaring for the sunlight. That's what it was like. It was fucking unbelievable. And I was sick for the whole week. And when we came back to Ireland, I had to go to the doctor again. And she goes, listen, if you're not better in another couple of days, like you're seriously massively dehydrated, we're going to have to get you in hospital on a drip. I was there over the fucking prawns. Over a, over a yeah. plate of prawns. Yeah, so I take it all back now, except for shellfish. Everything else is grand out, out of date. In fact, grand one's gone off, except for shellfish. Well, then it's not, so please don't do that. But I do I do genuinely think it is it is shellfish because I, I do remember my dad as well. I think like 20, like I do remember 20 years ago, whatever, my dad being in bed and like that it was it was shellfish. But you know that, you know, when you get past it, so now we go like if we go away or whatever you know those the ramekins with like peri peri prawns or pill pill prawns whatever they're and i just sit there going i want to eat them so badly <laughs> yeah. but then i just i just flash back to i still remember that i still remember like it being warm anyway because i think it was Fort Ventura, and then but walking down the street and it was quite quickly like i'd eaten and like maybe an hour later my body like started to sweat like, i mean like producing water at a rate that like, like literally, I think I might have been yeah. away at my mom. Yeah, and like it, someone like, just threw you into a pool suddenly. Like. I just went white and was like, <laughs> I couldn't pass out. <laughs> like I'm, and it, it just, <laughs> so the next day my mom had to go to like reception and get like the, you know, the doctor and your mom was just looking at me going, yeah. and like he was so, 
yeah, you have food. Po-. He was just like so blasé. You have food poisoning. I'm like dying is what's happening here, and you're just oh. leaving the apartment. But yeah, like that had to get um. He had said that he's like, he came back, he gave me an injection. He was like, I'll come back the next day. And if you're not right, we're going to put you on an, an, an IV drip to get fluids in you. But like all I was thinking about there and was like, could I lie out on the balcony and dehydrate myself further, but just get a tan just so everybody knew I was away because the fear of going back with no tan. Mad. Women are fucking mad. Man. I did it as well. By the, like by day two. I, so I ha- they made me like I, I suppose they were like diorolite type drinks so I had to like literally drink them every kind of half an hour or so because I was so sick so it was like lashing them into me and then I got to a level where I was kind of all right so I, and there was this corner of the balcony that was essentially 40 degrees so I was like I'll take it there so I had like carrot oil all over myself dehydrating I just essentially was killing myself like through Holy the medium shit. of food poisoning and skin cancer but I came home with a whopper tan well, I guess that's and what's important. I was probably about six. I was about six stone, I'd say, coming home with that. Of course you were. Yeah. Oh, my God. Of course you were. Undernourished <laughs> to like to near death yeah. experiences. Yeah. Holy fucking Jane. Do you want any food? No, no, I'm good. No, thanks. No, not unless you want backfire. No. I had super noodles. Yeah. Super noodles and uh, super noodles and bread and water for the rest of that holiday. Jesus Christ. I got this bread the other day. I've never done. I, I, like, I, oh. I thought bread was bread. Bread to me has always just been bread, no. you know, and then, no. and then there's nice bread and then there's this sourdough fucking wankology that's going on all over. The- well, come here to me. Where no interest. Sourdough has gone off bread. That's what it is. It's hard, gone off bread, right? That's what sourdough bread is. I don't think it's supposed to be hard, is it? It's fucking hard gone off. If you have to toast it to eat it, it's fucking not nice bread. That's all I'm saying. No, and in this it day, get soft sourdough. Oh, yeah, can you hold? It's all weird and tough and all. It's like an old shoe. It's like eating a sandal. Sourdough bread's like a fucking sandal. Unless you toast it and then suddenly it becomes edible. That means it's gone off to me. Uh, but everybody's right, making okay. sourdough bread. No one's making soda bread, which is nice bread, which I don't understand why no one's right. making soda bread. But then I... Uh, I bought some uh, pastries the other day for everyone in the job, right? Um, and right. I couldn't, it had to be over 20 quid to get it delivered, right? So it's there, fuck it, I'll throw in a loaf okay. of bread. Brought it up over the 20 quid limit. My God, I honestly never tasted bread like this. There's some that plays Bread 41. Do you ever go there? It's on the pier. No, but I saw it on your I saw it on your Instagram when I was a bit like, oh, that I love bread. Oh, I and that's God. why I'm going to come out of this lockdown about forty two stone. I'm obsessed with bread. Did this I got the other night with my mom made a stew. Like, yeah. Go on. Mm. The size of what? It was the size of a of a. What was it? The size of? It was the size of like a fucking dog. Like it was the size of. Yeah, it was the size of like a, a Staffordshire Terrier. That's how big it was. It cut the legs off. But what kind of bread was it? I like what, what? Like was it tiger bread or Vienna I roll? Or... A clue. Some grainy shit. Um, some lots of grains and stuff. Oh, I love the grainy and, and bread. I, but it didn't taste like bread. It tasted like a sort of mildly healthy selection box. Like if they could make chocolate taste oh. like this bread, I would eat it all the time. That's all I'm saying. It was absolutely outrageously good. So stupidly good. Too good to put that on it. I need to get some of that. So you have to get 20 euro worth for them to deliver though. Yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah. You have to get 20. Yeah. And then you have to be in the city. Turn aside to happily. Oh, well, that won't happen because I'm out here. Oh, was it was it Shackleton seven seed bread? Gen- Genteel malt. It. I fucking love malt loaf. I actually, <laughs> I'd eat it. Fucking love it. Wicklow Mountain Rye. Oh my god, these this is like bread porn. Yeah. Granary brown. Oh my god. Keep oat porridge. Give over. Whole grain sourdough. My mouth is actually watering. Porridge doesn't belong. In bread. Is it an Irish thing about bread like that? We're just I think also I think the Brits mad are mad about bread. The Brits are mad for bread as well, aren't they? I think the Brits are mad for bread. Oh, they do like bread as well. I think they're like the chip butty yeah, capital of the enough. fucking world over there, to be honest. Like they will put anything in the oh, sandwich. I've... The Brits will put anything in the sandwich. That's what I've realised. I don't know if you saw the story. They were talking about the Brits' favourite sandwiches, right? Uh, and it was out last mm-hmm. week. They did a survey of British people and what they love to eat in their favourite sandwiches and stuff, right? The sa- in, they do the same survey in Ireland every year, right? And it always comes out. Right. What's ours? Ham and cheese and toasted cheese are the favourite sandwiches of Ireland. Every single fucking year. I see every nothing wrong year. in that. No, nothing is wrong with it. But then you see the British list and it's so <laughs> elaborate. The shit that they eat. Like it's a different world. Like you got like you talk about wild boar and cheeky pheasant 
on granite. Like it's a fucking different Stop. world. Yeah, there. I'm. I mean, it's a big move with New York and all of these people. No, New Yorkers, bro. We got the best fucking sandwiches in the world, man. In the fuck, you're doing your whole. The Brits have the best sandwiches in the world, man. The best sandwich. You can walk into a pub in Manchester or something, some regular fucking pub, and are you doing food? Uh, yeah, but not much. And then you look at the menu, and it's like fucking cheese and <laughs> chips. A cheese sandwich and chips. A fucking like <laughs> everything in bread. Everything goes into bread over there. Like fucking pigs. My two favorite, in fairness, are are like a toasted ham and cheese. I did a toasted ham and cheese the other day, um, but like I have a toasty maker. Like so, they're proper toasted ham and cheeses. They're yeah. insanely good, and a crisp sandwich. Like they're the two th- Brennan's bread, Tato crisps. I will say Walker's cheese and onion in a sandwich. They're very flavoursome. They're too oily. Very though, they're too oily. The Walker's crisps. I think they're just a bit too oily. No, I think they're okay. Like I, I like I like how fl- flavoursome they are. So either of those in a sandwich. But actually, I do I do remember being in Pret or somewhere in London, and it was like there was too much selection for me. It was all too cucumber, like with a bit of I don't know, jungle snake wrapped in a leaf yeah. one of those where I was like do you have and even their their ham and cheese has like Branston pickle on it <laughs> with a cucumber they don't even do a basic ham and cheese it's just like do you have anything basic well no there's a bit of this on it you're like okay oh, that's London though, isn't it? over here we like it Where's it? but they must think yeah but like that's anywhere like all the prets and all they're real fancy oh yeah yeah I know yeah yeah I'm not into that stuff now it's like it's the sort of dingy bars that do the weird shit you know that's what I love but well, they uh, are your favourite places they are yeah they are yeah that's true that's true fuck me I'm I'm so surprised now with all of this shit by the way is that, am I the only one that really like isn't missing the pubs can I just put that out there everybody's going mad for points you know the home delivery points and all of that sort of thing and all the pubs in Ireland now yeah. they're delivering Guinness there's this new rule by the way have you seen the new rule uh, I saw someone got in trouble, but I, I, I heard the vintners saying, well, the guardy were wrong yesterday, but I didn't know what the context was. Well, in fairness to the guards, they didn't know the fucking law either because they've never been in this situation before. So a pub got shut True. down, right? Uh, because they were delivering, mm. the, somebody complained, let's be honest, the guards wouldn't care. Some fucking idiot complained over it, right? Um, about right. a pub delivering pints to people's houses. So obviously someone complained, mm. the guards shut it down, not knowing the law, just trying to do the, make the best of a shitbox situation. And that meant every pub in Ireland that was delivering points to houses had to stop doing the service. And then they found something because it wasn't a sealed container. So the pub around the corner from me found a way of sealing the, the Guinness into the glass until they get to your house, which made it legal for them. But now the guards, and now the, the, the law has come clean. Now everybody, they've studied the law and says, no, look, you can deliver fucking points, no problem. But the rule is, as long as you're selling them to people who live 100 metres away from the pub, and don't drink it on the premises, and it's bought from the premises. That's the rule, whatever way the loophole is. So you you ring so, and pay. So you ring and pay them, and they do it through the till in the premises. But you can't live next. You door. can go you and have to live and take it away, or they can deliver to you. Right, but you can't. Right. Guess where I live? Guess where I fucking measured it yesterday? <laughs> I measured it yesterday. Guess how fucking many meters? Right, and I don't. Even, I'm, I'm, this, is, this is me just being a prick because I don't even want a fucking point. But I decided yesterday when I read the news, I'll measure it and see if I want to point in. Guess where I live? 80 fucking eight meters from the pole. 88. If so you get a, if you get a point, I'm ringing the guards straight away. <laughs> now, if I walk out the front door, it's 110 because it's a slightly longer route. Whereas if I walk out the back door, it's, right, lane, okay. it's 88. So I'm too close. I'm too fucking close. So can you be prosecuted? So if you go the back way, you can be prosecuted. But if you go the front way, you're grand. Well, no, because I'll be drinking it in the back. <laughs> which means I'm well, you'd have to drink it in the front. I'd have to drink it in the front. I have to drink it in the front garden. If I drink it in the front garden, it's, it's, it's actually legal now that I think of it. But if I drink it, oh my god! P- I want to see a picture of you sitting in a chair in your front garden drinking a pint of Smithwick. <laughs> they don't sell Smithwick, the bastards. There's not enough demand for it. No, it's only Guinness and Heineken. Oh, that would Heineken. upset Joey. It's only Guinness and Heineken. They don't do it. I don't. You I, and Joey are the only two Smithwick drinkers I know. Oh, I, I've never understood the Irish obsession with Guinness anyway, to be honest with you. Like, it, it's all this, it's the Irish drink. It's the most British drink you can buy in Ireland. Seriously. You know what I mean? Like, when you look at their Why? history. Well, they they funded the UVF uh, for a while uh, back in the day. They right. actively, they gave their trucks to the British Army to help suppress the rising. 
you know, um, they're, they never, they wouldn't promote Catholics for like donkey's years within the institution to keep it, you know, keep the Irish in their place. I've always wondered. It just seems to be a great marketing thing. That's about Smithics, let's be honest. Yeah, Probably but, if, if, but if you worked there, though, they had a pool. I remember somebody that I went is, to school with her dad Irish worked in Guinnesses ever. and they had a pool. I thought that was the best thing ever. Isn't that amazing, isn't it? That's all it takes for us. But we have, but we have a swimming pool you can use. Oh, really? So fair enough. That'll do. Pour me a pint. Oh, my God. I went to school with a guy. <laughs> I went to school with a guy who had a pool. Oh, Jesus, that's so funny. I've heard the most easily for, for such a funny nation. We don't really give a shit about anything. It's great. I have to say, in fairness, it's great to that shit. Like, even the fact that you've just gone, oh, yeah, great. Guess what? I went to school with a lad who had a pool. <laughs> it was brilliant. <laughs> of course you did. She People only want to be his friend because he had a pool. Was it Leo Varadkar? Oh, my God. I have to tell you this. Yeah, so, finally, finally. Yeah. So finally, it's all been verified. So I he put a picture of Sophie up on, um, Leo Varadkar put a picture of Sophie, his sister. So she's head of Great Ormond Street or something, because they're all doctors. Um, and uh, But my mom had been talking about Sophie. She had pictures of Sophie a couple of weeks ago and she was like, oh, look, I found pictures of Sophie and blah, blah, blah. So Glenn and so, so my eldest brother and Sophie were the same age. But when uh, Miriam, who's Leo's mom, went in to have Sonia, his sister. Obviously, you just give the neighbor your kid. Like, so my mom said, Oh, we had, like, Sophie was like a doll and we had her tucked in the bed be- between us and she was just a little angel. My mom was mad about Sophie anyway. And obviously, my mom wanted a girl in her first baby and then she had Glenn. So everybody was disappointed. So she was just <laughs> living vicariously through, oh, um, through next door. So anyway, I see, I put up going, I must show this to my mom. I was like, Random fact, but. Uh, I said, my mom and dad mind, minded Sophie the night that, that Sonia was born. So then Sonia's husband replied and said, is this, uh, it, uh, they always talk about Leo or Miriam and Ashok, which is Leo's mom and dad, always talk about Sophie's friend, Glenn. So anyway, I sent them a, a, a direct message just to keep it out of the public realm, um, you know, because Leo's a private guy. Yeah, of course he is. And yeah. yes, so they sent back, they, they sent back a message from my mom last night and saying that the Varadkars are all asking for my mom and her things and that we'll all get in touch and we'll all catch up. So basically, it's my mom's birthday today. So that was my mom's birthday present for her was that basically through the medium of uh, Instagram and not directly from Leo, there was a happy birthday from the Varadkars. So not actually from Leo. I don't think he had any part to play in it, yeah. but I'll get to him yet. But yeah, so there you go. That's gas, man. Jeez. So yeah, look at you. You're such a... You're such a social climber, Suzanne Kane. Do you know that? <laughs> I completely, I'm completely the opposite of. So last week, obviously, I missed the podcast last week, right? And you never get like those cruel ironies where you kind of go, "It's kind of funny because." So last week, like the week before, kind of running into when we were supposed to record last Sunday, there was loads of stuff in the news about people's mental health. Did you see this? There was loads like they were saying about you know, that people's mental health are going to be really badly affected yeah, out of yes. lockdown and Love how that. we're all struggling. And, you know, you need to ring, exactly, you need to run, ring this number. And I have been saying to Joe, is like, you know, like people will, people, <laughs> other people will really struggle with their mental health. Unbeknownst to me that I think I was on quite a direct path to having some type of breakdown. Um, but I was like, God, you know, other people are really going to suffer with their mental health. Meanwhile, I'm absolutely fine in yeah. the middle of probably having a breakdown. Um, so come Saturday night, I had, I think, I think people are calling them pandemic migraines, but like literally I was so stressed. Couldn't sleep. I was up half the night. And then like Sunday, that was when I messaged you going, I'm just so stressed. And my I have just such a bad headache. I spent Sunday in bed. But it was just all leading up to Joey was going back to work on Monday. Yeah. But then kind of Monday when I started to calm down, I realized that I had spent like four days, like, you know, my head kind of tilts, tilts the side going, isn't that great now? They're really looking after people. Yeah, people need to be aware of their mental health, unbeknownst yeah. that I was actually Living in the own. middle of having a full on mental health breakdown. Having your own but yeah, I, like, I, Fucking hell. Yeah, I completely struggled last week because I was like... Like not even that feeling of kind of nothing to look forward to, but just in terms of like Joey was going back to work, the kids, we'd be at home. So from seven o'clock in the morning till half six in the evening, it would be full on and trying to keep the, and it was just really daunting. And I kind of fell into a bit of a social media hole that I was looking at everybody else and they all seemed to be fine. Like everybody else seemed to be like, 
coping really well with homeschool, coping really well with their kids. But you're not I don't know, out fucking making fucking daisy though, right? chains. Yeah, I do. But you know, sometimes when you get consumed in it a little bit, you kind of go, everybody else is grand. And I'm like, the kid, my kids are trashing. Like Hannah is trashing the gaff for fun, right? This week, she scribbled all over the landing with red lipstick. <laughs> She painted her hands with makeup and put her handprints all over her bedroom. And I didn't even have the I didn't even have the patience to put it up. The other day she had such a strop, she went into her bedroom and I actually laughed on the phone to Joey because he was on his way home from work about half five and I went, I said, There's nothing in there she can do any damage with. And Oshin just came running into my room and was like, Ma'am, you're not gonna be happy, don't freak out. And I just went, Oh my god, what has she done? And I walked in and Hannah's standing there covered in talc from head to toe, and her entire room looked like a cocaine den. Like there was just and she just stood there and she's like, I didn't do what an elf did. I'm like, I'm gonna fuck you out the window yeah. any minute now. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> but but thankfully, like I've come out the other side of it. But it it is funny that when you you just think you look at it for other people, we don't kind of think that we're probably all having our own little Yeah, I don't know. I, I think along. a lot of people sort of, do you know, I think it's the changes. It's any sort of change. You get used to your misery in a way, right? You know what I mean? Like, just, like, <laughs> yeah. You do. Like, right, okay, so we all got locked into the fucking house and we freaked out, right? Most people, anyone who was normal freaked out, right? It's like, is this the end of the world? All this shit. Like, you know, I'm never going to fucking make money again. Whatever. Everybody went mental. And then there was like a normal rhythm to it, right? So you kind of get, yeah. you got a certain rhythm in that. And then, all of a sudden, anything that hit, t- touches that rhythm fucks it up, even if it's improvement, right? So you, you, we hit that sort of thing for, okay, here's the stages to get out of this. And we went into the first one, and then all of a sudden, everybody starts flipping out because, oh my God, the life is going to change again. Because like you, one person's going to be missing from the house, going back to work, and you're going to yeah. be left looking with the kids. Like, other people have their own changes. Other people are just feeling anxiety with being the streets being busier again, or, you know, all of that sort of shit. So it's like, yeah, so now everyone... And it is busy. Yeah, it is. It's fucking mad busy now. It's mad busy now. Uh, and then, you know, so that brings its own. And just as we get comfortable in the misery of phase one, we're going to go into the misery of phase two. And that's going to send everyone flipping out again as well. <laughs> you know, until we get back to the misery of normality, which is going to scare the fuck out of us as well. <laughs> Or whatever the that's fuck the that thing is. though it's like you're saying you don't miss the pubs it's like well I, we we don't we don't go to the pub that often because obviously just with the kids and whatnot anyway like but like going and having a meal but actually like and that i've kind of said all along is just being able for me i didn't realize how much mentally i needed like ushing going to school every day hannah going to crash having that time by myself that somebody from seven o'clock in the morning until eight o'clock at night isn't going ma'am 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 yeah. like ushing is obsessed with showing me his poo upset he's like come and see this i understand look that. at this i'm just like i can't <laughs> deal with it like it's just <laughs> insane so like you you go through all of those things that it's like and then i get to go into work so i get to go into today fm and i get to see people so like literally the other night, the other night, Joey was playing poker and uh, I went up to bed. I was reading my book and he came up and then he just walked into the room. He's like in the middle of a poker game. He's on Zoom to his mates. He literally ran up to get something and he walked in and I'm just sitting in the bed hysterical and he's like, is, is that your book? Is, is your book doing that? Or is that you? And I went, it's me. I was like, no, it's fine. Just go back to the lads. And he's like, just give me two seconds. So you could hear him go down going, I'll be back in five minutes. Yeah. And then coming back up the stairs. And he's like, okay, what? So I was like, my career is over. I was about my whole life trying to build a career. And that's finished. It's finished. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not, like that fear of, of everything. Yeah. And then I, I was crying because there was too many people out. I was like, they, everyone's going to fuck up the lockdown. They're all going to fuck it up. And we're going to be back to this shithole and the kids are never going to get back to school and the crashes are never going to open. They're my priorities. Well, yeah, but you know, I've just decided that that's true no matter what. So that's how I'm getting through it. Like, I'm just like, yeah, we're never, that everything's fucked forever is my way of dealing with it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm comfortable in that. I'm all right. I've accepted it. I've accepted that. That's like, I mean, like, that's why everything's such a pleasant surprise. You know what I mean? Anything, like every day I turn on, the fucking television and things aren't worse and we're not all being locked in our homes by like, you know, the army. I'm like, wow, how the fuck has that not happened? So everything's a bit of a bonus then, you know? <laughs> in fairness, my friend lives in New Zealand, Denise. She lives in, in New Zealand. She listens actually to the podcast all the time. And she had said the other day, like they're, she, they're back 
uh, she goes into work three days a week. Um, but now, in fairness, New Zealand had about two cases because your woman absolutely oh, locked country brilliant. down yeah, Toronto did and didn't mess around. Like, yeah. yeah. So, like, brilliant. but she was saying that they're kind of like obviously there's social distancing and stuff, but she was like they're fairly sort of feel, it's starting to feel a bit more normal again and they're all kind of like the pubs are open and restaurants are open and come here though like, would you go you know, to a pub you, if they open tomorrow would you go no. to a pub no not a chance well like, see we like number one A we're, we're not big drinkers anyway B like unless I have I, I, I'm at an, a stage where I'm just a fucking L one so I like the idea of being in a sweaty absolute rammed pub trying to get a drink if I don't know the barman or anything like that that's so obviously I only ever go to Devitt's because then I can just walk to the side of the bar and be like oh can I get it because like, then I you know what I mean but but there's, like, never, there's no rammed pubs there's going to be no rammed pubs anymore because they just won't be allowed like, uh, did you see the, uh, no. the videos going around of what the Irish pubs are going to look like? So they have these Irish pubs, like, because everywhere in the world there's Irish pubs, right? Um, and Sw- mm. Switzerland have just opened their pubs. <clears throat> I saw and, that, yeah. And they have Irish bars, you know, that would look exactly the same as pubs here. Um, and the restrictions there are very similar to what we have here. So when you look at an Irish bar in Switzerland today, it's ve- you, you can pretty much just say that that's what Irish bars are going to look like in Ireland, right? Uh, and like, it really mm. looks like the most anti-crack, shit fun place <laughs> to be. Like, it fucking looks shite. I can't imagine ever going into that situation for, like, you know, recreation. Like, yeah, walking in the door, you got to be checked uh, <clears throat> as far as if there's a place for you for a start and then when you go to your chair you're not allowed to leave your chair that's it you're not allowed to go to the bar and if you re- if you are there's like little perspex things so you can't st- sit there you got to just order and leave but you can't stand up without like checking in and then you got to book your time to go into the toilets obviously so there's no build up in the oh, stop. that would never work cuz once you <laughs> once you break the seal you're goose oh i know she'd be fucking yeah you'd need i i just i'd buy like a, a raffle it'd be like raffle ticket i'll give us 10 i'll pay for 10 now um, or just give me no. Pen. You should buy just wearing continence pants going if you were going because at the rate you go to the toilet. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah, I know, I know, yeah. I just like start, just stand outside, but it's it looks yeah. so shit. Like there's tape on the floor, so if you do have a sort of a standing spot, because you know the way you'd have a bar stool spot that wouldn't necessarily be a table in some point. Yeah. So you might have a little yeah. ledge that would be around the side. So they put yeah. tape on the floor to show you how far you're allowed to lean and all this. I was like, fuck <gasps> all of this. It looks shite. It looks really, really shite. Like, a, I reckon it's going to go back to the old days where it's house parties. People come over to the house, all the jackets get thrown on the bed. Remember that? All the coats and jackets. Oh, yeah. I used to be in charge of the coats in my mom and dad's house. Yeah, and you know, your kids would be jumping up and down on the pockets and yeah. and everything. And uh, like, Because that's the only way. Like The pubs look like they're going to be shite. And the restaurants look like they're going to be shite. Really yeah, but do. restaurants don't need to. Like, I think with a restaurant, like, for me... Um, ironically, I miss crab claws the most from Canara. But like for me, I don't need to. I, I actually like it's, you know, like on Valentine's night, people are like, do you want to go? I couldn't think of worse and the worst thing go for dinner on Valentine's night because it's like they squeeze another 42 tables into somewhere that only houses 12 just to get as many heads as they can. So actually being in a, a chilled out restaurant with a bit of space, having a conversation, that doesn't like if I could go get out and have, you know, a night that would be grand. Do you know what I mean? But but it's the it's the, you feel sorry for the pubs though. Do you know like oh, the irony is is that like every other industry died in the recession. Like obviously construction, all of them died in the recession. But actually, the vintners did okay. Like pub, you know, pubs and hotels didn't do as badly as the others. Whereas now it's looking like the other ways. Yeah, the other way that they're got, like, and they are the lifeline. Like the pub, it's like even down to our tourism and stuff. You know what I mean? It's like. I love when anybody comes over that I'm like, here, these are the pubs that you need to go yeah. to. These are great crack and you'll put like that. Like it, it is funny. We see when you start to do that, I do it again. I'm still trying to figure out where this little shite bag came from. And ultimately I get it. I get angry at the Chinese. I just get angry at them. Get angry. At, I don't, I need to, like, if there's one thing about me is that I'm great at misplacing my anger. Yeah, to ask just, Joey about it. Yeah, just thinking, I'm sure um, the Chinese are equally as angry about this, <laughs> where it came from. Yeah. <laughs> But it's just like, that's the thing. I, like, I feel like, oh, do you know what I was thinking, actually? Is that, what? remember Shane Bergen who came on our podcast, um, The Scientist? Yeah, yeah. Did he, was, did he have anything got to do with germs? I can't remember what he did. I just know he was super intelligent. 
what does Shane do? He's a lecturer in in Trinity. I can't think of what he. I can't think of what his expertise he was. Works. Was he was he physics though? Maybe. Oh, I can't. I honestly can't remember. I honestly can't remember. My question was: Should we get him on? Because I feel like I need to speak to somebody who can talk to me on my level, and Shane is definitely that guy because he gives me he gives me like kind of the the junior infants approach, and I need that within this. Yeah, and I need him to tell me good news. I'm just good, you know, yeah, or a, like even he's a physicist. Yeah, he's a physicist. So does that have anything got to do with no? No, not really. No, although I'm sure he's really right. tuned in. I'm sure, yeah, you know what I mean. I'm sure he's talking to all the right people about everything. I'm just trying to figure out who's the smartest person I know, and Shane was up there. I one think of the Shane smartest is probably the smartest person we've ever had uh, on the podcast. There's no doubt oh, about 100%. it. 100. percent And he's a very, he's just a great fellow to listen to. Rocket Man. Yeah, get yeah. It. I, I, I highly enjoyed Shane. The Rocket Man was amazing with his rockets, but I, I feel Shane brought a lot of personality and a dog to the podcast. So I feel like I need comfort, and I think Shane could be the. But I, I thought maybe he had something to. Yeah, I just figure. I just think anybody who works in science knows the answers because they're smart. He's like, <laughs> what did you say he does again? He's a physicist. What's that? Like physics, you know. Is that the so stars? It's a, he's the same as the Rocket Man, basically. It's the same field as Rocket Man. Well, you wouldn't think it. I know because he's such a because I I I I know I know sound huh? Because he's so sound. Uh, well, they're very different people. Uh, that's a. You know what I, mean? <laughs> I think. Yeah, Shane is great though. He talks to you about anything, basically. That's the thing. So maybe we'll talk to Shane. Um, about I want I I need I need him to tell me. But again, it's like as I said to you in the last podcast, I get these moments that I go because I read some scientist over in the UK who said it it's feasible, but he was like it's not it's like it's not scientific fact. He was like that. Um, it could it could kind of peter out and lose its tenacity, like that you know that it becomes less and less vicious as a virus, that it loses its kind of you know, by the time it comes around in the winter that it won't be as strong. He's yeah, like, it's a possibility. And then he got he got absolutely roasted and he was like, I never said that it was scientific fact. He was like, I'm just saying in the realms of science, if you look at the probability of things or whatever, he goes like, it is a, it is a possibility. But then I watch, have you seen Paddy Mallon? The, I think, it, is it immunologist? Is that the right word? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, so he's in Vincent's hospital. Oh my God, his accent! Jesus, Mary and Joseph, you could—he's like—he's honestly—he's like syrup. I don't know. You who could he listen is. to him all day. Oh my God, he's so Baz has had him um, chatted to him a few times. He's Baz's mate, I think. Baz Ashmawi's mate. Um, but yeah, he he kind of somebody said, "Oh, would it peter out?" And he was like, "No, I don't think so." I was like, "That's the wrong answer with your lovely voice, doctor, <laughs> professor." <laughs> Oh yeah, I don't think it'll peter out. But then look, everybody's learning about it now. All even the, all the scientific community, like everyone's going, make up your fucking mind and stop with the mixed messages. And they're not understanding. I think that everyone, the scientific community, are finding out new information all the time, and they're telling us it as they find it out. And sometimes that means it contradicts stuff they learned earlier on, and sometimes it doesn't. So there is no like we're still all learning about this fucking thing, this shit virus. You know what I mean? So we don't know. We just literally don't know. It's just I, just the world. People don't like being when experts tell them they don't know. So they decide that they're being bought off or they're conspiracists or some bullshit instead. Well, I don't think that. I just get upset when they don't know because I put my faith in really intelligent people. And we should so, do that. I'm like sure the likes of, of Shane and stuff. I'm like, I know that obviously you're a physicist. I don't fully even know what that is. But that said, you're an intelligent man, Shane. <laughs> I presume you would know the crack here. <laughs> Yeah. So maybe we should talk to Shane. Yeah, I'd love to have him on just to have him on because he's such a great, yeah. he's, you know, he's a great fella to chat anyway. He but, is. I can <laughs> just find out, I suppose, what he's doing. But he won't be showing off telling us that he's making rockets. No, well, no, I'm sure you want to talk about rockets, so he'd be mad into rockets. So rockets, is, that rockets would be his thing as well. Like, he'll love, he love all Yeah, I know, but I, I need him to talk to me about the virus more so. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and they talk about all the experiments he's doing with the kids and all. That's good shit too. Like, but it's just, I don't. So that's if he's probably too much. Ah, uh, yeah, I guess so. I guess everyone, no one's doing much. That's the kind of the weird piece of all of this, though, isn't it? Isn't there a, like I have like it's there is a, a sort of a weird piece in everything at the moment. Like the more things get back to normal, the more stressed out I'm getting as well. Do you know that way? Like as much as I want things to go that way, yeah, there's a stress involved in that as well. Like you know what I mean? And you feel like you can't say it because. 
oh fuck you know oh jeez like every people are suffering so much and the world is literally melting financially as well so when you sort of go eh, can we just like not go all the way back it's <laughs> guilty about saying it but it yeah is. but I think there is like, we talked about this before it's that I think there's a real like a real thing like I like we talked about it on the podcast is that like I do remember that Sunday night you know so now obviously it's just the fear of being on my own with the kids all week I didn't sign up for full-time parenting um but now it's like the real fear of like that's I those Sunday nights that like Joey would go from minute he would leave here at seven o'clock on a Monday morning until maybe even Saturday morning, he would just be full tilt. And even when we would go on holidays, so if we would go to Portugal for 10 days, at least the first four days, Joey would still be up to 90. Yeah, of course. Yeah, just used to that rhythm like, of madness. It's hard to wind yeah, down. Cause yeah, because it, it would be so busy. And I'd be like, right, I need to be here and we'll get this in. I'll get my mom to mind Oshin this day and then we'll swap and do this. And if you could get the school run that day. And like, we would just hit the floor running. Like, and, and then, and then because like kids and parties and, you know, a cat. So like Saturday morning, be up dressed, Oshin to academy, Hannah fighting because she's not going, trying to get, get up for me. Did you want me go to work? Then you might have a school, you know, you know, have a school party. Then maybe there's school, I have to get to Smith's, got to do it. Like, it was absolutely manic. So I think trying to find that happy medium now that I'm like, we have time together and that, but I suppose ultimately for me, I'm like the garage has to start to thrive and people need to get their car fixed or else our family business falls to shite. Do you know what I mean? Like, and, and that's, there's always that fear, but like in fairness, they're like, they're back and they're working and like the lads are unbelievable in the garage. They're, you know, everybody's trying to, do their best to like they have to obviously have their masks and their social distance and trying everybody wants to keep everybody safe but it's like it is trying to figure out that real happy medium now between because i don't that going back to that madness no that insanity like fuck all that fuck all that you realize you're working your bollocks off to fucking pay for a gaff and you can't stay in the fucking gaff you know like all these this shit oh you're totally gonna get a house out of this now Oh, I don't think I will. No one's going to give oh, me Oh, you will. Oh, you will. Oh, they will. Well, we'll fucking see about that. But uh, anyway, that's like even oh, the nice. least. But you I'll know bet you, you, I bet you a gaff on it. Huh? I'll bet you a gaff on it. <laughs> All right. Uh, but it's mad, you know what I mean? Because you do re- you realise you fucking spend so much time working, you can't enjoy the shit you're buying for yourself. I, I know. There's a lot of that with me anyway. I Like, I tell you something. I really had no idea how good I am at not being around people until this happened. I had no fucking idea. <laughs> really, I could have told you that a long oh, time before a pandemic. I know, I knew I was bad, but I didn't realise I was this bad. Like, I didn't realise I could go, like, two months without saying a word to someone and probably not even, I think it was just two hours. Like, I had no fucking idea. <laughs> I had no idea. You know what I mean? I'm realising now all the stresses, so, well, not all the stresses, but so much of the amount of stress I put down to work-related things or, you know, to shit in me life wasn't anything to do with work-related stuff. If nobody else was involved, I wouldn't have been stressed. Now I'm just realising it was the actual yeah. dealing with other people that was the problem with me. I'm a fucking weirdo. It's an awful, terrible realisation to realise you're an actual weirdo. Like, you know what I mean? I'm thinking, I should be one of these people who goes up to the International Space Station. I think I'd be pretty good up there. I think it'd be pretty good up there. Brand. I really could have told you this a long time before lockdown. Yeah, like, like if you had have asked me to give you a character assessment like a year ago, I would have gone so PJ. No, don't take this personally, but yeah, you know what I mean. Like obviously, if they put me in the space station, wouldn't know how to use any of the equipment or anything. Wouldn't know what I was looking at. They you could know, train you. It'd be a bit like they train monkeys. The dog in space, I suppose. But like, it'd be fucking. But you know what I mean. It's just uh, realizing that you do. It's a bit of empower, a bit of empowerment in that as well, though. You know, all these people are all over social media. And it's like I miss my friends and how I'm going to hug my friends. I fucking don't miss my friends at all. Like not one of them. Like not one of them. I don't miss them at all. As long as they're out out there living their lives and they're healthy and happy, I'm quite happy never to see them again. I'm fucking delighted oh. for them. I'm delighted for them. You're such a miserable gay. I'm not. I don't want anything bad to happen to anybody. But I'm just saying, I miss nobody. No, oh, I miss my, I miss my, I guess I've seen my pals. I miss sitting in my best pals kitchen 
on a Friday morning, we either go to Spawell, myself, Neve, Michelle, and have a catch up like every, whatever, three or four weeks, or else I'll go to Neve's kitchen on a Friday morning. She'll make bacon bushies and we'll have a cup of tea and we'll sit and have a good chat for an hour. That I, I miss that. I miss sitting and having a chat with my, my best. And it's my mom's birthday today. And she's, she's again, she's rebelling against this lock time big O. Like she's, she's already starting to, she went to fucking Duns the other day. She went to Duns. She's allowed she out. Oh, go. she's not supposed to be. She's not allowed to fucking Duns. Yeah, yeah. She yeah. to go for walk in the park and stay socially distanced from my brother got her this badge that like is just makes her look mental um but she was like she rings me and she's like she's like um jeffrey's after been giving out yards to me there and i went why and she's like well because um because i was out and i went to well, where were you did you go to the park for a walk and she's like yeah but i went down to duns and i went did you go into duns she's like yeah i had to wear a mask and i went but that's the rules and i went what were you doing in duns and she's like the man said to take my mask down to check i was 65 it was like he was fucking humoring you because i can tell by looking at you i was 65 but anyway <laughs> so she went to duns and then she went into a sulk for two days because we gave out to her because she had been out and about like and doing what she, she wasn't supposed to be doing. But it's her birthday today. I'd like to be able to give her a hug. It's Joey's birthday today as well. But like Ah, oh, happy birthday. Yeah. So but like things like that, but like the scheme of the madness I don't miss. No. Like, but I feel sorry for like like everybody working like you guys, like stand up artists and you know, oh, yeah, if you're no, in that's a, a band and all. It's just it's I saw actually Eric Lawler is doing a draw the laughter land are doing a drive in um, comedy show. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Eric's fucking brilliant, man. Eric just that, keeps moving. Oh, on Eric, way. I love Eric's um updates in the morning. Oh, his um breakfast with <laughs> Eric in the global pandemic is fucking very amazing. good. He's got to kill himself if he keeps doing that good. shit, but it's really funny to watch. Uh, but Eric's just one of those people he just won't. Like, Eric, like like you're saying, anyone that works in the entertainment business is fucked at the moment. You know, there's just no income and they will be the very, very, very last people back to work because unlike a pub, you literally can't work without a crowd. You need a crowded room. Mm. You need a crowded room. So that could be, that could be years away. Like literally that could be years away. We, you know, the, like the pubs will be back in August at the worst, but it could be years before you can put on a gig. It could be. Yeah. So they're fucked. And then you get, still get people like Eric fucking ringing you and sending you messages going, listen, I'm trying to do a fundraiser for this, that, and the other for other people. I tell you, like he's, yeah, he's a like good him. Lad, isn't he? That's real sound bastard bullshit right there. That is just, that's people proving themselves like to, to do good stuff. You know what I mean? Like even now, even at the very start of all this, the first thing he wanted to do was when this is all over is do free gigs for people working in the healthcare system. Like the lad is yeah, he's dead. No matter what happens to him, he's always fucking trying to do something for somebody else. Those people are amazing. Like, but there is, there's a lot of that. And that's the thing, like, like I was laughing the other day is that like teenagers were getting absolutely roasted on social media. Cause like they were, they like our local park, they're essentially dry humping each other, yes, but we've all yeah, been 16 yeah. and had hormones. Do you know what I mean? Like we've, they, it's not that they're consciously going out, fuck the lot of you. I hope you all die. They're just 16. They've no concept. Oh, all yeah. they want to do is get fucking rubbed against, you know what I mean? Or mooch yeah. someone. That's, <laughs> that's all it is. Like, do you know, what I mean? but yeah, <laughs> they are, but they're, yeah, they're not doing any wrong, but there is so many good people. Like I, Robbie, Robbie Keane, <laughs> Robbie Keane's Instagram account is like a parody account. And he, he's, he kind of, I get a lot of humor and he's not trying to be funny. Right. But he's a, Robbie Keane is a nice, nice guy. Yeah. And there's a young chap who, uh, who has Down syndrome and his dad passed away a couple of weeks ago and they got in touch with Robbie and Robbie went and like asked everyone to post him a birthday card. It was his birthday yesterday. And like the postman arrived with like seven big, huge bags and Nicky Byrne, he's a Westlife fan and Nicky Byrne arrived at his gaff with a bag full of bits from and like there's people just doing like and like Sinead this girl Sinead Butler she's a, a blogger she's a nurse in the Beacon Hospital and like the publicity loft have sent in you know like creams for their faces because the masks are cutting their faces yeah. and like there's loads of people doing really really good the goodness in like like Eric the goodness of people in the in their natural fibres is there do you know what I mean like I love seeing how sound people are like of course there's shit bags but there is a lot of really sound people, do you know what I mean, floating around the place and uh, doing yeah, good stuff. Yeah, time, I know, I know. It's just sometimes it's hard to remember that, you know what I mean? Because when you get stressed out, all you see is the is the fucking high-tail prickery of people as well, you know what I mean? You just forget. You forget! And it's always, the high-tail prickery is so visible, that's the problem. 
You know, I mean, you look out the window and all you see is the high-tail prickery. That's all you see is the pricks being pricks. People in canoes and what? Cunts fucking going past the house in canoes. You're like, fuck off, you wanker, you. I hope your fucking paddle goes up your hole and you have to get it removed by a, by a fucking helicopter, you shitbox. And then you, you get so upset looking at all of this shit and you forget, like, the amount of people who are still sitting at home doing their things, just minding their own business, suffering on, not going out in the sunshine, still fucking you know, suffering through it. They're probably the, far the majority. And not only are those people at home, they're probably helping somebody else in the, in the meantime, you know. It's just not visual. It's not visual. So it's hard to focus on it. You know what I mean? Mm. It's the same way. It's like anything. Someone, when you get upset with people, you're really ups- not really upset. It's not the thing you're shouting at that you're actually upset with, is it? It's whatever the fuck's been going on in your life up to that point that upsets you really, isn't it? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mm. it's like when you're, like if you're in a supermarket and someone starts screaming at you because, you know, you're only 2.2 meters away from them. That's, you're not really the problem. It's been a long fucking day for the person that's screaming at you. <laughs> you just ended up catching And, and that's it. But I think, ev- and that's the thing, everybody, I think that's one of the things that we kind of forget is that everybody, like, again, I said this a couple of weeks ago, is that like, look, we're all, we're all in this, the shit storm. We're just in different boats. And that, I think that's the thing is that, because there's no, there seems to be no outlet and that everybody thinks that it, it's singular to them that you're like, because everybody has their own shit, if you know what I mean, or, or whatever is going on in their world. But that actually, if you just kind of step back and I was like that, because like that I was in, getting the consumed by Instagram and that I thought everybody else was coping. And then I just saw on Instagram, I was like, everyone is coping. And on Twitter, everyone is angry. Everyone's oh, just angry on Twitter. Everybody wants to have a pop at someone. Yeah, it's just, it's like, it's just a cesspit of like, you know, like they, the amount of people are going, Tony Hulahan's doing it wrong. Simon Harris is doing it wrong. Leah Varadkar's doing it wrong. Yeah. Simon Covey's like, every, they're all, all doing it wrong. And no these are just people. No in anything at all. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know what I mean? So look, there, as we've said before, no matter what will happen in the pandemic, there will have been errors made. But I think they've kind of even said that themselves. Like, but I think that we've kind of lost a bit of sight that we're all in the shit show. Like we're, we're all, everybody's struggling. Do you know what I mean? Like everybody has days where that they kind of go, oh, this is like, what am I going to do? Or financially, how are we going to survive? Or, but instead of doing, because there's no outlet, we're all just going to little fucking <laughs> throwing hummus and going, fucking move away, it's going to be two meters. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, fuck's sake. Yeah, and it all it feels like for a lot of us as well. well what is the next phase even? I don't even know what the next phase is. What you, what the restrictions lifting are? Yeah, I don't even it's know. Two weeks I've, away. I've given up. It's two weeks. Oh, it's the eighth. Okay, isn't it the eighth? I think it's the Gosh, eighth. That's miles away. Like I, I have it here in my hand. If you want to know what it is, what happens? What is next? Right, uh, something good. It's phase two, eighth of June. Right. What do you have it to hand? What are you like, oh, Leo Fracker? Why are you carrying it to hand? No, because PJ's was... walking around going, does anybody want to know what phase two is? <laughs> yeah, so phase two, right? So what date is it today? It's the 24th. So we're two weeks away from this, essentially, right? Um, workers that, right. M- workers ha- that can maintain their two metre distance from their colleagues will be allowed to return to work, right? So that's fucking no, right. no huge bananas there. Uh, remote working will be maintained for everyone who can do it. Right, so there you go. There's That one just contradicts the, the first one. So there you go. Um, small retail outlets with small number of staff will be allowed reopened on the basis. That's already happened, though. That's already fucking happened. Yeah. And the re- retailer can control the right. number of individuals. Right. So livestock marts, not going to affect either of us anyway, unless we fancy buying cattle for the crack. Uh, they'll be opened. Restrictions on exercise gone from 5K to 20K. I have to ask you about that as well. You know what this five kilometer restriction that we're in, right? Um, yeah. Are you allowed drive within that five kilometer restriction? Like, are you like if you if your park is four kilometers away, are you allowed drive to the park and then exercise for a kilometer in that park? My understanding is yes, but like, uh, bear in mind, I haven't left my gaff in twelve weeks, PJ. So yeah. I like, I'm probably maybe not the person. But as my my understanding is that yeah, like you can because as in I know people were saying if they could lift the restriction as to how far you could travel, that they could go, like people who are living in Dublin who can't go and visit their family, like even just to socially distance in the garden if they live in the country. Right, right, right. So my understanding is, is that yes, you can. Oh, okay. Because then on the 8th then, that's lifted to 20 kilometres, which means you can drive quite a bit then, if that's the way it is. Um, yeah, I don't know how, I don't know what's near to me in 20 kilometres away. That's pretty much the greater Dublin area for all, for you and me. 
that would right, be the okay. whole of Dublin, really. Uh, specific okay. retail hours will be designated across all retailers for people who are cocooning. Also, the old ones are allowed to go to the shops. Officially, your ma be fucking delighted. Yeah, well, this is already already fucking broke, that. Yeah. Uh, and you can visit the homes of those who are cocooning. Uh, that'll be allowed as well if with small numbers of people for short periods of time. So there you go, as long as you wear your... Oh, so I can go into my mum's house? Yeah, if you're, if you're wearing a mask and all that shit, yeah. Uh, four people to be allowed to visit other households for short periods. Public libraries open. Oh, so I don't think it'd be rushed there. Uh, people will be permitted to engage in outdoor sporting and fitness activities. So, if, include, involving small group teams, sports training and all that, but not matches. What sports? What, what fucking is that then? So, that's training. So, like, you know, so you can't have a match, but you can you can go training. So, like, I suppose that's, like... There's about 30 people on Joey's panel. He can't go training. Well, that's the, I suppose I mean, like, you know, the way United and all are training at the moment where you have to keep your, oh, right. Yeah, I get you. So you can't actually play a game, but you can like line up and sprint fucking miles away from each other or do drills or all that shit. Gotcha. So that's like, it's still, it's not a huge amount of change, but the big one there. Oh, is that it? Hmm. That's it. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Right, I expected more, I'll be honest. Yeah, no, that's it. And then there's more comes up on the 29th of June, more on the 20th of July, more on the 10th of August, then everything's supposedly back to normal except for all the social distancing. So all the, you know, so just... I'll, well, I'll, see, this I'll, is it. So my, my birthday <laughs> is the 19th of August. <laughs> so, and it's my big birthday. So I've decided because this year is a shit show, I'm staying 39 because you can be fucked if I'm cashing in this chip. Yeah, I don't blame you for that. Like... Leaving your 30s and going into your 40s is meant to be. So I was like, I planned on that. We'd all go to like the Ivy or somewhere and I do the private dining. We can all go and have a lovely meal together and but the thing I don't is, want to party. I don't think that's going to be allowed. Gone. Yeah, I don't think you'd be allowed. No, it's not. It's not. They can't do it. They they said they can't seat 30 people together downstairs. They were like, we can sit two people if we're if we're open, if we're open, but they can't do it. So and then, <laughs> you know, the people are so helpful. They're like, oh, my God, I have a great idea. Why didn't you have like a little, you know, birthday party at your back garden? And I'm like, well, what fucking use is that? Because my kids will be there. Like... I don't want to have a birthday party that would involve me going, oh, Sheen, get off, Hannah. Hannah, get down. No, I'm not getting a drink of milk. There's there's no point to that not whatsoever. Get rid of them? So I think maybe. Is there no way? No, because you have to get to someone them? to take them. Yeah, that's what I mean. See, I don't think anybody can, I don't think anyone can take your kids at that stage, can they? On 10th of August, they should be, yeah. After the 10th of August, yeah, you should be able to pawn them off on people, yeah. Oh, good. Um, so what I might, so that's what essentially what I might do is try and get away for a night. We might try and, but again, all the hotels, which rightly so, people are going to try and support Irish hotels. A lot of them are really booked out. Already? Yeah, yeah. I sent an email to one or two the other day. Although I try, I, they were booked out for August. I'm trying to book Monarch, but it'll be October this, or I think it's before they have any availability. But yeah, so like, and even that, so what, we were like saying, we might try and get a mobile down in Wexford for a week or two in the summer. But sure, it's hard to get. It's hard to get a, a holiday in Ireland now. That's fucking gas, isn't it? Jeez, I didn't think that. I didn't think places would be booked out already. Fucking hell. It was me just thinking I'll head off for yeah. a weekend in August. Guess that's not going to happen. I know you'll pro- you'll pro- you will probably get like you'll get somewhere but like as in for two adults two kids somebody was really helpful and they sent a message oh my god you could rent rent a camper van and I was like do you know me at all like <laughs> why why would you even say that to me <laughs> <laughs> oh that's so fucking funny oh yeah, yeah I mean it's a lovely gesture but it's like could you think of everyone was like would you would you camp for a week I was like would you fuck off for a week because that's not going to happen either. I know beggars can't be choosers and I'm technically a beggar, but that's it. Yeah, no, you, you want to do something you can enjoy. Like, there's no way. You'd hate that. You'd fucking hate it. Oh, yeah, no. I need running water and all that, all, you know, mug cons, a nice room, that kind of thing. So, yeah, so my so my goal to get myself out of my head fuck was that, oh, yeah, so number one is that we're going to try and go away, stay somewhere for a night in a hotel for a night for my birthday, my birthday. And then next... April or May or June, somewhere around that, we're going to go away for a weekend and celebrate my 40th birthday. So I'm going to go to loads of really good suggestions because we've never really done city breaks. So like, I think we might go to Barcelona yeah. or we might go to San Sebastian or I've never, I've, are you, have you done many city breaks? Oh, loads. Yeah, I, I loved the city breaks. Yeah, I loved them. Where would you recommend? Uh, Berlin is fucking amazing. Uh, it's a brilliant. See, I, so loads of people said Berlin and I, for some reason, I just think it's that it's really repressed and 
miserable. Oh, Jesus, no. Berlin's a may. Berlin's a buzzing city. Yeah, it's absolutely oh, really? buzzing as far as cities. I just go. feel real sad for them about the wall and everything, you oh, know? No, but it's like, that's the thing. It's like going to two different cities. So, because East Berlin is still so different from West Berlin. Uh, oh, it's a fucking great spot. Okay. And it's by far, it's, most, it's probably oh, bro. the least repressed city you'll ever go to. It's like full of fucking every kind of walk of life you'll ever see is in Berlin. It's a great spot to go to. Uh, but then oh, any other recommendations? Barcelona's good as well, but they hate tourists there now. Um, but uh, oh, good. So it's brilliant because you can go to the beach in Barcelona and then be in the middle of the city, and you know that's like, what we were thinking. So you've all of that in Barcelona. No other city really gives you that. But they they they're going real weirdly anti-tourist at the moment in Barcelona. Although I'd say that they'll probably change their tune now. This is finished now. The fucking economy's through the ground. That's uh, true. But those are those are like the two best in Europe, probably. I thought about it as well. I've never been to Rome. Oh, I've, oh, I've been to a week. You need a week in Rome. Would you? Yeah. Okay. So I've been to Florence. My best friend actually got married in Florence twelve years ago today. Um, and I, Jesus, I loved Florence. It was one of the most. Now, in fairness, it was twelve years ago, and none of us had a pot to piss in. Like, yeah. Um, but it was like, wow, what it like, what a gorgeous place. But I always thought we'd need a week for Rome, though. So we'll. Rome. So maybe Berlin or um, Berlin or Barcelona then. Yeah, definitely. Like Rome is amazing, but every time you turn a corner, you see something you want to spend two hours doing it. Like that's what I did anyway. Every literally, right? Every okay, yeah. Time I turned a corner, I wanted to spend two hours doing something. So, like, like I, I was there for I don't know five days or something, and I still felt like I didn't have enough time. Oh, okay. But then some people right, probably well, just we'll, go and get we'll pissed and, and that's the end of it. So I don't, I don't know. Yeah, see, that wouldn't be me. I'd be like, I want to go and see everything. And, and that's why I was like, because with Barcelona, I was like, oh, there's a beach. So we could have a chill, bit of a chill. But then you get to have a bit of a toursy thing and have a look around and wander. Because there'd be no children on this trip. It'll just be oh. me and Joey well, and me and my best friend, Rosie. even better because it's so much quieter. Oh, is it? And you've got two huge beaches to choose from, which are actually in the city. And you get all that Basque. Oh, wow. Um, it's not called Tapas. The food, it's called no. something else. But, uh, no, it's, it, it starts with a P. Pinchos, it, that's uh, the one, yeah. Uh, and they get, Pinchos, yeah. And it's uh, it's bigger than Tapas, which means you don't have to share as much, which is fucking always a benefit. And they do this amazing sort of local cider thing and all the bars. Uh, it's That's an amazing place to be. Like, that's really So San good. Sebastian it is. Uh, if, yeah, it's just you can't fly direct. That's the only pox with it. Oh, shite. Where do you fly you to? You have to fly to Baritz and then drive or get a train from there. Oh, that's the only. Anyway, part. it doesn't matter. We'll look. We'll look into. It. Anyway, thank you for your tourism <laughs> moments there, with Susanna no, PJ. Uh, oh yeah, happy to help. Happy to have information. We're available for sponsorship. Um, what are you doing for your Sunday before I let you go? Uh, I've done everything. I, I've been out. I've done me bit of running and I've done me bit of exercise and I've had some. Food. Oh, how's your exercising going? Very good. Very fucking good. I'm flat out at it at the moment. To be honest with you. Um, did your sports stuff arrive? It did. It did in two days. Stop. Two days, yeah, two days. I got it. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna. I'm looking for a bit more, but it's it's really hard to get. It'll be easier. It's easier to get heroin than dumbbells. Like, um. So, uh, yeah. So fucking, I have plenty of gear. It's all good. It's all good. I can't. For the first time in my life, I'm annoyed. I can't complain. Oh, that's great. Oh, I got McDonald's. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, like fucking Donalds. I knew you'd be in there in the first day. I knew it. And then I no, when I saw we didn't you, go the first I day. No, and then when I saw you fucking with your supermax, I was like, she's sad. I don't give a fuck what she's pretending. She's happy. Oh, she got very a burger. She's not happy. She's not fucking happy. She's not happy eating burger meals. She's not into that. She wanted a McDonald's and now she's settling. I knew you were settling. It was nothing. And do you know what? I would have queued, right? But it was roasting. And we're in the car and Oshin is hilarious, right? So I didn't say anything to the kids. The first time they've been in the car in weeks. And they, Oshin was like, why don't we go in our car anymore? And I was like, and, and Hannah like promptly goes, can't go anywhere because of the germs, Oshin. So we're driving up and uh, as we pulled in, Oshin was like, oh, we go to McDonald's. And I was like, we'll see. And he just went, is that the queue? And I went, yeah. And he went, we're not going in there, ma'am. And I went, well, we could queue. And he goes, absolutely no way. Right, yeah. so we drove down, and as we went towards Burger King, there was a queue, and he went, "Not happening." So then I was like, "We'll drive down to Supermax," and Hannah was like, "Yay!" And he's like, "I don't want to go to Supermax, so I had to just go look. I'll get you an ice cream." But there's no like I, Supermax burgers are. But all I wanted was I wanted um, 
Because you know, and if you're a bit hungover, th- there's something about there's something healing in McDonald's Coke. I don't know what it is. It depends on your level of hangover. If you're very hungover, you you, you might go for Fanta, but there's there's magical powers in it, right? I don't know whether it's recce. I don't know whether it has you know it's like your third eye. Cr- I don't know what it is, but it's 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 biblical. So. All I was thinking about was that I just wanted a McDonald's Coke. And I also carry my own straws because the McDonald's straws are shite. <laughs> so we went yesterday yesterday morning. I had telly. And then after I did telly from my fucking playroom with Ushin sitting behind my laptop, my heart was in my mouth the whole time. We nearly knocked my laptop over. We had to go down to, went down to show Ushin Crofton to show him the garage because there was no one in it. And it's all being painted and spaced and all that stuff. So we brought him down to the garage and see the cars. I did the shop in Super Value. My first time in a shop, I didn't forgot about my mask. So I was obviously terrified of a sneeze. And uh, so then as we were driving, I went to Joey, well, we, it, like, it's 20 past 11. And I was like, well, we risk it. Like, will we go and see if there's a queue? And Joey's like, well, we're not queuing for ages with the kids. And I went, no, we'll just see. But it only opened at 11 o'clock, right? Yeah. So we just drove in. Like it took all, like it was just like a normal. Yeah. Like going, yeah. So we just, we went around. There's this, and Joey's like, will I be that elf? Because like, there's a guy uh, basically telling cars where to stop but he stands in front of the car and Joey's like the most dangerous thing you can do is like stand in front of a car and tell people to stop and he goes like just stand at the side because he's like especially people in automatics and we saw this learner driver coming in I was like she's going to knock him over I want to <laughs> stay just to see if she knocks him over so anyway you can only spend 30 quid they had no milkshakes because they never have milkshakes it's why I don't watch stories at McDonald's they never have milkshakes but they had McFlurries so we had to be very strategic about our order <laughs> so two happy meals a uh, quarter pound of cheese meal big mac meal with two cokes and two f- mcflurries for the kids and it was 28 we're just in under 28 euro oh, i swear to god fuck me that coke was like it was like coke it was like a drug <laughs> i had my own straw it was icy and cold and it's like there's nothing like it there is nothing like it but the queue apparently the for the rest of the day oh for the rest I of the day only it's mcdonald's Ah, oh, it was goose, yeah. But then again, rolling the rolling donut. See, this is things I just like to do now because I'm bored. Um, is that you can order donuts online and all delivered to your gaff? I will be morbidly obese coming out of this. Yeah, I'm the other way. Thank God for that. Oh my God, I was heading towards Jaffa cake, fucking sized, fucking two thousand at the start, but I've I got my shit together eventually. Jesus Christ. I yeah, no, I, in fairness, I'm going to start getting out, going back, running this week. I think even just for my mental health, because if I don't, I'll go man- mental. But now everything's kind of starting to come around. I'm like, right, I'm going to go back out and just just try and get a couple of 5Ks in during the week just to, I suppose, not be obese when I come out of this. Imagine they'll be like, did you see Suzanne Kane uh, last March? They'll be like, yeah. They're like, did you see Suzanne Kane in August? And they're like, that's not Suzanne. It's the person who ate Suzanne. <laughs> <laughs> sure, it's not going to be like that. I'm absolutely certain you're talking shit. <laughs> well you haven't, you haven't fucking seen me right well go have a lovely Sunday and I will talk to you next Sunday you will thanks very much and all and uh, hey 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 everybody be careful out there and let's enjoy, let's all enjoy burger <laughs> <Stay>. responsibly <laughs> stay safe and McDonald's if you want to sponsor us your stuff is good yeah we like they, it because they, yeah, they're stuck for customers like <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network